What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Greg Davidson, who's a co-founder of Lalo. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's uh, it's going well. It's going well. You know, my uh, it's almost my son's one year birthday, so I'm doing a little bit of reflecting lately. It's insane, you know, having having a company, having a baby during the pandemic, and now fast forward a year, we're kind of still here. And now he's turning one years old. So uh, doing well, though, doing well. Wow. Well, congratulations on that. That's quite a milestone. And you, you obviously have a lot going on. So, it's, you know, as people listen to this, no, you're pretty much a superhero by managing a whole startup and having a kid and all these other things. But in this conversation, we'll be diving into what Lalo is. So for people that haven't heard of the company, what are you working on? What, what is Lalo? Yeah. So, um, you know, Lalo, Lalo is a is a baby brand, but really we're, you know, focused on how are we reinventing the shopping experience for parents? Um, and that goes, that sort of thesis, you know, goes back to um, some of our earliest days when we were thinking about the concept of Lalo and why we wanted to create it was that, you know, when you're, when you're becoming a parent, you're, it's an incredibly vulnerable experience, right? If you think back into other shopping behavior, other first you go to, right? Like, if it's your first time buying a mattress, you typically know if you like firm or soft before you end up spending whatever amount of money you're going to. If you're getting married and you're registering for your first set of nights, nice sets of pots, pans, knives, like you've probably cooked an omelet at some point in time where you have some baseline understanding. And when you go into this process, um, you don't know any of the brands that exist. You literally don't know what the products do. And because that price becomes your only common, common denominator. And the way most of the brands were built historically was that they focused on one product and they did it pretty well. Um, and don't get me wrong, there are some great products and some great brands out there, but where they struggled was that they weren't following that customer on their journey, right? Who is that parent? What is their journey? What are the milestones that they're going to go on with their children? And what are those products they're going to need? So our goal was as a brand, how could we be there along those milestones? And of course, have that product to go along with it. Um, so yeah, so it's been, uh, you know, it's been great so far. So kind of walk me through a little bit about, let's say, you know, someone just becomes a parent, right? And like, you know, this will probably be me in the next, you know, five years. So you're almost like speaking to me. Um, walk me through like how someone engages with your, with your brand. They come onto your website. What are they able to do? What's the experience? Can you kind of walk me through kind of what it looks like for a new parent? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I think for, for a new parent, like the first interaction they're going to have with our brand is they're going to recognize that, you know, we're not just out there pushing our product saying like, hey, like 
here's the perfect parent pushing our stroller. We're, we're trying to deliver it as real as possible of what it is like to become a parent. There's exciting things. There's a lot of shit, no pun intended, literally. Um, and we're trying to encompass all of that in a brand and saying like, through our products that are simple, yet how can we drive value through them? Um, so for instance, you know, our high chair becomes a play chair to have extended life. Um, and the shopping experiences right now, when you come to our site, we have different categories, right? So we have, <clears throat> you know, three main hero products today, something for on the go, which is our stroller, um, something for eating, which is our high chair. Plus now we have our tableware, which is cups, spoon, bowl, plate, and bibs. Um, and then the third is play, um, which is our play chair and play table set. So we have these three different categories. And the way we look at it is how can Lalo, you know, continue building out in those categories, plus adding uh, a few more. So you you kind of gave us a, a little bit of, of, the, of the problem here. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of curious for you, why did you decide to, to tackle the problem? I guess, in other words, what's the origin story here uh, for your company? Yeah, um, you know, listen, at the time that my co-founder and I, you know, were thinking about this, ironically, neither of us were parents. Uh, we're both relatively new parents. I have an almost a year, one year old. My co-founder, Michael, he has a, about a 14 month old. So we're very close there. But in 2017, when the initial sort of uh, inklings of an idea came, like our first sort of set of friends was having kids. Um, and we just noticed just the crazy process they were going through in choosing out, oh, I need to get this from that brand and this from that brand. Um, when I think we were looking at brands that were coming up and I'd say the modern brand that were saying, hey, who, not necessarily what product do we want to make, but who is the customer going through the experience and how do we deliver that to them? Um, so that was really the impetus. We were watching the confusing process that other folks were going to. Um, and honestly, I think in the early days, you know, not being a parent allowed us to look really objectively at the market. It wasn't necessarily about a direct problem that I was having as a parent. It was about, we were looked at a really large subset of people and saying, what were the problems that they were having? And kind of walk me through as you as you work on this now. What what's a day in the life for you? Are you doing? Are you talking to parents? Are you building product like yeah. market research? What are you spending your time on? I mean, it, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate to to have a co-founder who you know, for all intents and purposes, I call my work husband at this point. But um, you know, we. We, we're, we have a kind of divide and conquer. And one of the first things we did as co-founders, which I think so many people should do, is we literally laid out who's responsible for what and who's responsible for others. Um, so my co-founder is the president and CMO, I'm the CEO. Um, I handle everything, you know, fundraising, operations, uh, customer experience, and he's everything e-com, marketing. And the place that we really coalesce with one, one another is on the product side. Um, thinking through what does that roadmap look like? what products should we be making, when we should be making them. Um, but really a day in the life for me is, right now I'll probably wake up at a little bit earlier than I like because my son. Uh, so, but it is amazing getting to hang out with him. It's like, you know, as a founder, it's incredibly hard to com you know, compartmentalize. However, when you do have a kid, your focus is solely on them. So it's honestly a moment in time that well, yes, I might be up, like I said, a little bit earlier than I like. It's really a good time to just like reset, get ready for the day. Um, read, first thing I do every single morning is read through my emails. Um, I have one-on-ones every single day as well. Um, and then it's either, you know, talking, talking with parents, um, hearing from my customer experience team, what people are saying, 
What products do they want? Is there any feedback we need to be sharing with our product team, marketing team, uh, et cetera? And one thing we were talking about a little bit before we started recording that you'll be the first person I ask this, but then I'll probably ask the next like hundred guests uh, this yeah. question. So I'm curious what like the index of founders feels on this, but you know, COVID is, it's not done, but it's, it's, it's kind of slowly going away over the next three months, maybe in six yeah. months, maybe it'll be completely done. I'm yeah. curious, kind of curious for you, for your company, you know, how do you think about it? team structure, everything's remote now. Do you want to keep it that way? Going up back to hundred percent in person hybrid. What's, what's, uh, what's your plans now that COVID is, is ceasing? Yeah. So, so it's interesting. So I think like a, a, a couple like notes, my, my like macro kind of thesis on this as a founder is that moving forward, um, people are going to prioritize quality of life. Um, more or at least equal to the cash that, that they're receiving. And I think the companies that are able to understand that quicker um, or more quickly, I should say, um, will be the ones who, uh, you know, in the end, win talent. And I think with our current pool, you know, our company right now, we're eight, we'll be nine on Monday, 10 within a month. Um, and we're, you know, growing very, very quickly. You know, we're about 50-50 people who are Remote meaning not in New York where our old HQ was based uh, and 50% here. And the way we are, the way we're tackling it today is pretty fluid, to be honest. Um, I think today it's really, we do have a small space. It cannot host uh, all five people right now in New York. We gave up our primary space when COVID hit. Um, and right now it's, you know, we'll have a certain amount of people in the office at any given time, about three or four, uh, if, if people want. Um, and post that, uh, I think there's, you know, a ton of flexibility. I mean, even yesterday at Citibank called for, you know, I think it was no Zooms on Friday. So not even just, just phone calls and also the opportunity to work remotely um, on that day. And I, I see us following, you know, a similar path that might be even more flexible um, where, hey, we have an office. We'd like you to be here on these types of days where there are certain meetings or town halls, et cetera. Um, but we want you to work in whichever way you feel is most productive and most comfortable for you and ultimately. And then as you kind of take that structure and take what you're doing on the day-to-day -day and zoom out a ton, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, what, what is the big picture here? I guess in other words, what's, what's the vision of your company and kind of what direction are you rowing in every day? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously as a somewhat early stage founder, right, these things are also changing. We have new ideas, new thoughts, but, you know, our original idea was through product development and through brand can Lalo reinvent the shopping experience. And while today we are strictly, you know, direct to consumer, I think the experience that we're building online, which is being very um, transparent with our customer helping them figure out what they need, why they need it, how, talking to them about how old their kid is and not saying like, oh, you should definitely get the product. It's being honest, be like, actually, you, you're probably not going to need that, but you are going to need this. I think it lends very well to a potential offline experience as well. Um, and in, in an experience where parents felt taken care of as they're going through the experience of shopping for these products um, for the first time. So I think we're doing, uh, you know, we're doing in a small way today online, I think as our product catalog continues to grow, um, there'll be more, you know, we'll be able to e help educate our customer even more. Um, and I think there's a huge opportunity for that uh, offline as well. 
And then in order to make that happen um, and make the vision come to life, you need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So I'm a question for yeah. you, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, looking mm. for capital, looking for parents? You know, how can we help? Sure. Uh, listen, always looking for parents. Um, those are obviously our customers and the people that we go to for feedback every day to figure out what we should be making, what colors. Um, but I think, you know, to other founders, um, you know, we are, we've now doubled in size over the past month. Um, we're going to grow by another 50% within the next three or four months. And the thing that we hold near and dear to our hearts is obviously the culture that, that, that we built. And I think pre-COVID and then trying to figure it out post-COVID and the things that I would love to know from the community are how do we continue reinforcing that culture given growing exponentially, uh, which is a challenge that tons of companies have. But let's also layer in the COVID piece of that. actually not everyone's in HQ anymore. Um, and what are the things that we should be doing? What are the things that we even shouldn't be doing, right? Like our, you know, how do we make sure that everyone feels comfortable and excited and engaged um, all the time? It's a great question. And if someone, I guess, has some thoughts on it or wants to just learn more about what you're doing, how can they get in touch with you? Do you have an email address? Sure. Uh, or do you have an email? Sorry. Or do you have a, a website? Do you have social media handles? Do you have an email? Do you have telepathy? You know, how, how can we uh, how can we get in touch? Yeah. So telepathy first. Um, I'm really good at that. Now, um, obviously, if you're if you're interested in checking out Lalo, you can go to meetlalo.com. That's M-E-E-T-L-A-L-O.com. Um, and then listen, I'm a pretty open book. I'm a pretty transparent guy. Um, so feel free to shoot me an email at greg at meetlalo.com. Or you can reach me at Twitter at GM Davidson, G Greg M Michael Davidson. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. It was great to be here. I appreciate it, man.